Hey, it is Robin coming at you for Secure Mindset Protection Rescue and Lifestyle, the podcast where we think before we protect. Now, I have a podcast coming on, and that is from the 19th of February 2021. And it's a quite interesting one, because it predicted one of the the things and what is going on. And I challenge you to listen to it. It's been in collaboration, of course, with Will from Cutter Fighting Secrets. And... This podcast is in combination with the podcast I did on the COVID riots in Rotterdam and the Netherlands. And I highly recommend to listen to these podcasts both. So you can get a great perspective of not only what's going on in the Netherlands, but also in the rest of the world. Welcome to Secure Mindset. Alright, welcome back guys to Gutter Fighting Secrets Tactical Podcast. Today what we're going to be doing is going over what the situation in the Netherlands is. Any of you guys who have been watching the news, reading the news, um, more specifically on Twitter than MSM, you're going to see that shit's going down in the Netherlands. Um, Protests, altercations, violent clashes with police, riots, fireworks in the streets, you know, much like we've been seeing all around the world and specifically in the States, but now it's in the Netherlands. So, I've brought in Robin, the old friend of the show from Secure Mindset. He's on YouTube, library, Instagram. Check out his channels, respectively. They're really great content. But Robin, I thank you for coming on, man, because you're in the Netherlands and you've got a really good beat on what's going on politically there. So I just want to ask you, man, um, what do you see happening from now on and what's been happening? Catch us up to speed, if you don't mind. Well, As you can clearly tell um, from the news as well, there has been a lot of political, unstable political environment here in the Netherlands, so much that even the government uh, stepped down. Um, But there are too many um, things that are happening all over the world. I'm thinking that it's not a coincidence anymore. Um, There are too many governments stepping down at the same time. Um, There is so many civil discord all over the world. And I think that even though it's rare within the Netherlands to have this much of uh, rioting, um, it's not unique in this kind of circumstances. I've been trying to say it since the end of 2019 that this was going to get serious. And the longer that we are in this and the longer that governments are trying to impose sort of a tyranny on their populace, the more we're going to see civil discourse. And Netherlands is not an exception in that. Although the last week has been relatively quiet, we have some, um, we did get some protests but not to the point where we got really big riots like we have seen in Eindhoven and like we have seen in Amsterdam and like we have seen in Setogenbos. It's it's the point where a lot of people, um, like the looting that you, were, that you were seeing on some of the videos, that was just opportunistic. Mm. There were people that were basically taking an opportunity to go looting 
like you have seen uh, in America with some of the Black um, Black Lives Matter demonstrations. That was also opportunistic looting, and it, that was that's not a point where it's just civil discourse or disagreement politically. It's just opportunistic. We typically think of the Netherlands in the U.S. as a very peaceful place, very stable environment, politically speaking, very just chill. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you guys, you got the legal pot, you're freaking chilling out. You, you don't got much issues. And obviously with the, you know, socialist type system, you guys really don't have much to be too upset about as far as at the government. I mean, I realize that you and I are different because we're freedom loving <laughs> individuals, but most of the citizens, I think, um, you know, tend to be more docile. What brought it to this level of rage, man? Was it just the the lockdowns is that part of dutch culture that you don't want to be told what to do like that's indeed part of uh dutch culture we are really bad in dealing with um generally telling us people what we need to do directly Uh Um, we see that also in the dutch military Um, that's even to the point where if i compare to america like um we have a saying in the Netherlands, uh, cadaver discipline, um, cadaver discipline, literally. Hmm. That is saying that you just are being, you're doing what you're told hmm. and don't think about it. And that's what we generally see as um, the military in the US. Generally, you, the term jarhead is, um, is what comes to mind. Um, we don't have that as much here in the Netherlands um, because we are such not good with dealing with an, an, an author, uh, authority telling us what to do, um, then we just get into resistance. Mm. Because we are used to that freedom, we are able to um, say, oh no, oh no, hell no, we're not doing that. Um, and it's even to the point to where the younger generations, younger generations, a security professional myself are getting uh, to the point where they just start ignoring stuff from police, from security. So the further that it goes along, um, the more people start disagreeing mm. with um, author- an authoritarian position. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, the Netherlands is a very free country. You guys have a lot of freedom of expression, freedom of speech, freedom of mm-hmm. everything. Um mm-hmm. And it's just such a liberal society that I, I can definitely see you guys would freak out if, if the government's trying to like put you down, put you in your place. Mm-hmm. Like last time that happened in World War II, you formed the Dutch resistance and uh, a lot of people got hurt. So it probably, you know, really wouldn't be good to try to tell the Dutch what to do. Um, although the Dutch have been more become um, sleepy, uh, they're becoming, have been becoming more complacent over the years. Um, we lost that sharp edge uh, that we had uh, in the Second World War. Um, I know this because I've spoken to a lot of um, uh, grandpas and generally elderly people that um, say that we had a bit more of an edge. Just say, um, we have become soft. 
but I see that not only within the Netherlands, that soft part uh, generally all over the world. Yeah. Um, we're just being uh, so many uh, pounded with news and information. And eventually we all start thinking of just something news again, nothing yeah. special. Yeah, it's society in general. I mean, the World War II generation was a, a, a tough generation. Yeah. And that's gone. We you know we've been, we got TV, we got internet, we got new, we got takeout, we got everything. And uh, <laughs> it's just made us freaking soft, man. Agreed. It's the millennial generation, uh, my generation, where it's starting. It's just going to get worse. Yeah, you guys really <laughs> suck. <laughs> But we're we're, we're no better. My generation like started it off, man. You know, we we started getting soft, and then it just started tickering down from there. <laughs> You're to blame. <laughs> we are to blame. We really are. I mean, it, it, technology um, technology started like I saw the birth of the internet, the birth of cell phones, all of that. We didn't handle it well. I think we just got pussified. You know, everybody. Mm -hmm. So. Where do you see the thing, um, situations, things in the Netherlands kind of going from here? You said that the government actually stepped down. Yeah, um, we had a um, quite an, an inconvenience, to say it in government terms uh, and political terms, is that um, we had a tax affair. Basically, is that a lot of people um, were due to fraudulent uh, movements and uh, policies of the Dutch um, tax uh, by the Belastingdienst, so the, the institution that is responsible for, for taking the tax from the citizens. And they um, basically, uh, there was a big problem where a lot of people, um, um, something with, child benefits or something like that they were saying that the 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 the, the, the citizens were praying uh, basically committing fraud but due to a lot of problems within the the dutch tax institution the blasting beans um that didn't come forward until somebody um Come around, came around and said, uh, like, uh, I, do, I don't know how you call it, but um, uh, a clock lighter is somebody that is um, telling you or anybody else that something is wrong. Mm, mm. Um, whistleblower. Probably whistleblower. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, and whistleblower came out and saying, hey, this is wrong. What's happening? There are people that are basically. Um, their lives are being destroyed. Divorces are being caused by this. Uh, homes are being lost. Um, children are being taken away because of this. And he basically said this is wrong. And from there, it escalated and escalated and escalated. And to the point of this day, it's still not fixed. Yeah. So that was the point where originally the government were saying we need to step down. Wow. But... Um, I want to add to the point of that because we do have a lot of protests and I think there are some politicians that are not ready to take the blame. <laughs> um, they, uh, they, some told we need to uh, accept responsibility for this. 
Um, but yeah, as you know, recently with the current circumstances, basically a puppet show uh, due yeah. to my concerns all over the world, not only in the Netherlands. Um, we have seen uh, agenda of um, the World Economic Forum setting in. Also here in the Netherlands, uh, the prime minister has been speaking up about that, uh, actively uh, promoting it. Um, and there are there is more play than the initial site. Um, if you just look just a little bit deeper, not that conspiracy stuff because uh, I really have, don't like my uh, um, my silver tinfoil hat. Um, but yeah, it's evident if the, the the devil's agenda, like the economic forum that came in recently, is uh, definitely playing a part on the world agenda, and we see that everywhere, not only in the Netherlands. Can you expand on this World Economic topic. Forum for us a little bit and clarify exactly what this is and is not? Uh, um, to fact check uh, anybody that is going to um, um, just to to get a fact check to myself out, um, for anybody that's interested, just go to the website of the World Economic Forum. Um, I think that we'll probably will uh, head that into the header uh, and in, somewhere in this video. Uh, but basically, it's an agenda which sounds really nice, uh, but they're basically telling you that nobody's going to have any possessions anymore, um, that everything needs to be green, um, that we are mm. don't own anything from now on. Um, that's uh, and it's going to be they put it in a very happy, peppy way, uh, but that's not the way that generally and democratic society likes to put his points. And we've seen that being pushed um, also here in the Netherlands. And that's one of, uh, to hook upon um, the riots and uh, the general protests. That, that idea that there is an agenda-driven uh, backstop to the government has been playing up. Um, people are becoming to seeing it because it's more mainstream. It's becoming more mainstream. Yeah. And it's generally becoming accepted uh, as, hey, there is something going on. What is happening here? And of course, there are two sides to this. Um, and I'm trying to uh, my best to stay neutral in this. But um, there is a group of people that are seeing, hey, something's going on. Um, we need to speak up about it. There is a group of people that are not interested in what's happening and they're just minding their own business. And there's a group of people who are just not aware and, and don't care. You can tell them um, what, what you think or what's going on. And they don't care. Um, sheeple. But not necessarily sheeple. Um, they just don't care. Um, it's to the point there they are just minding their own thing and... Uh, they even, um, or that are generally being influenced by the media. Uh, well, the fact checkers, and if you start looking, just uh, checking, fact checking the media, you can see that they are not telling you the full story. So that's the full basics of social engineering, uh, which you come into my territory there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, I know that you've been about that for a long time, and I kind of always... <laughs> 
we'll circle back to that with you as far as mind control, manipulation, you know, NLP, dark magic type of stuff that's being used on us by the mm. propaganda wing of the New World Order. And that's just what it is. You can debate all day long and say, that sounds like a conspiracy theory, Will. Like, what are you doing? No, that's just a fact. As far as I'm concerned, there is, a, I don't know if it's one organization or many, but there is a New World Order. And I'm here on the uh, World Economic Forum, weforum.org.org. And I'm looking at it, and it says the Davis Agenda 2021. Then under it's got articles, how 5G can be forced for social equality. It's got all this weird stuff on it. Um, Agenda 2021 is something that I haven't thought about in a while. Do you you know anything about this? Haven't read up uh, in it. Um, It's to the point where I think Agenda 21... Um, it's starting for me to get in conspiracy territories, uh, but I haven't had an, an, a good enough read upon it to form a well-established uh, opinion uh, about it. I'm not. I'm in the same boat. I don't know a lot about it, but um, from what I know, it's a real thing, mm. and it was uh, agenda. 21. It was a NATO thing, right? Um, that, or, yeah. or was it? Um, I don't don't know if it was a NATO thing, but United a United Nations, Nations thing. Yeah, in 1992, Agenda 21 is a nine-binding a- action plan of United Nations uh, with regards to sustainable development. It is a product mm-hmm. of the Earth Summit held in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, in '92. So it sounds okay. to me like you know a lot of this is about quote-unquote sustainable development, but who knows mm. what the fuck that really even means? Sustainable development that could mean a lot of different things, you know. Um, well, to um, um, we see it. Um, even the uh, some of the Dutch politicians are started picking up about this. Um, the right-leaning um, uh, politician uh, Terry Baudet. Um, even I, I watched a video before this where where Spain uh, was saying that. Um, you start looking all over um, politicians are saying saying build back better um to the point where a politician and the netherlands start to to ask for a debate what do you mean with that build back better build back better is a slogan um, that's being has been designed by the world economic forum and we don't only see that in the netherlands um, but to put it back to the original topic, why are people rioting and uh, general discourse? To the basic fact that everybody in the world were getting tired of being locked out by our governments. Yeah, and that's the longer that a government's trying to push it, you can only push a society so far. Uh, before they rise up. Society can only take so much. Um, I don't know who said it, but it was a general, uh, a a, 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 a tyrant, tyrannical figure, some uh, like a Stalin or uh, a uh, Hitler uh, type of guy. Or it was Machiavelli um, that that was basically saying you can 
push a society, but only with little bits by bit by bit by bit by bit, because then you're normalizing. Mm-hmm. But it's to the point where it's starting to normalize, but they push just a little bit too far. And well, they're pushing. That's the point. I mean, they're pushing. Yeah. This these lockdowns are. I know, like during the Spanish flu, there was some similar shit, but we mm-hmm. were not interconnected the same way that we are now. We didn't have the internet. No. We didn't have Twitter. Right? Totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's it, interesting it to is. see how things are shaping up. It's it's coming to a point where indeed um, a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs are being unhappy and people are losing their jobs. And um, like I was saying, in the end of 2019 um, and the more risk analysis I've sent to you is that the longer that this takes, um, the more businesses are going to close because it's not just coronavirus. Um, the coronavirus is a thing. But like the Dutch statistics are saying, like official Dutch statistics from um, the Dutch government, CBS, just look them up, are saying that it's regularly um, deaths. It's, it's a normal death toll, like anything like the 10 years. And it's just there. I don't, absolutely, I don't deny it that there is a virus. Absolutely not. But it's to a point where people are starting to see, hey, this is wrong. Something's going on. And that's to the point where uh, people are saying, including me as a security professional, uh, which one of my podcasts, one of the, um, the guests I had, was basically saying, a politician is not a crisis manager. They have an agenda behind it. Always, because they need to be reelected. So they push their own thing. Same as media. I mean, we have within ICS, we have a, a, um, ICS is the Incident Command System. We have a person that is responsible for that. It's called the Public Information Officer. When he brings out information, that's the information that is uh, being put out there and trustworthy and tries to make it accurate as possible without a backlying agenda. Um, backlying agenda is make this crisis go away or mitigate it. Mm-hmm. But also to the point where it's, hey, this uh, crisis is out of hand. And we are seeing a po- uh, politicians and we're seeing media and the general populace trying to run a crisis but there are not crisis managers. Yeah, and that's another thing is, I mean, we've been without leadership in the States for some time as well. Um, And, you know, I've always been a bit advocate for President Trump, but he was doing nothing to lead our nation for the last few months, at least, that he was in office. Um, Mm. And I know that you guys are dealing with a severe lack of leadership yourselves. Mm. Italy's dealing with it. I mean, a lot of different nations. Look, you said it best yourself, man. A lot of these politicians, they're not crisis managers. They've never had to deal with something like this. Mm-hmm. They're not trained for this. They don't know what to do and how to react. And they're doing, in some cases, the best they can. And in others, mm. they're not. Mm. It's a bad, it's in a bad way, though, man. We we really just need to reach herd immunity 
and we need to get this thing behind us and we mm-hmm. need to reopen our freaking economies and that's all there is to it there's no way around it we need as many people to either get vaccinated or get the gosh damn virus as possible and reopen our freaking economy mm-hmm. yeah that, that that's the point of it if you if we don't start opening our economies the amount of damage that's going we have already long-term damage but the point the the later we start um not opening up our economies the more damage on the long term it's going to get i have a podcast that is saying everything is connected everything that we do even if it's a little bit even the the slightest indecision or just to step aside has a big influence on this world i mean a tossy um or a a a decision to go left instead of right started the first world war in combination with some events before that and a combination that it it will trigger some other events later on if you look at history after a pandemic or just before it you will see most likely firstly a economic crisis then you'll start to see a world war or a war in some kind of, yeah. kind of place because generally economic uh, hardship triggers wars look at germany and that's that's my concern that myself i really feel like we're we're heading that way um mm. you know whether yeah. that's with china or or maybe in the middle east with iran but i, I see more china being the bad guy and they are the bad guy mm. um mm. fuck them but <laughs> You know, it's it's really a sad situation to see because just a year ago we were doing so well globally. We really were. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really I'm still optimistic myself. Um, however, you know, I'm investing in some Bitcoin. Where do you see? I know you're about Bitcoin yourself, dude. Where where do you see Bitcoin going in the next six months to a year? Well, honestly, I think that any protection professional, any person, needs to get a good hold of what money is before even you get in Bitcoin. Um, Do research, start understanding what money is and what really money is like dollars and euros and fiat currencies as we like to call them in uh, the Bitcoin community and the crypto community is because they are air. Your cash is nothing but air. And it's just because we have an estimated value to it. Yes, the argument is uh, saying that, hey, um, the same is for Bitcoin. It's zero and some ones. I agree. But to basically give the explanation is that Bitcoin is a digital gold to say it. And I think that it's everybody's responsibility to be financially independent to the best of their abilities. Because that's one thing that governments and uh, have been trying to do is making them r- at least um, r- fully reliable, l- relying on the governments have them stay alive and uh, because of fiat currencies, because the government just can print and print and print and print and print money, causing a big inflation 
um, the amount. There has never been printed so much money as in 2021 already when Nixon took us off the gold standard. And now Bitcoin is here and we have the freedom to do what we want with it right now. We are going to see legislation, legislation with it as governments are trying to uh, trying to control it. Um, we are seeing taxes on Bitcoin and that sort of stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think that everybody's responsibility to be financial independent, including Bitcoin. Like I said, for people buying gold, they started to buy Bitcoin because you can actually do something with it. I can pay you, I can send somebody Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency for cheaper um, than sending converting euros to dollars mm-hmm. with big sums of amounts. I don't need a bank. I am my own bank. And for that fact, we are going to see a lot of legislation because governments don't like you being independent these days. No. Um, and yeah, there are a lot of libertarian views in that. I agree. And, but we need to embrace that because we have been seeing so much censorship. And I agree that a lot of people are seeing that too. Um, even politicians are saying, hey, the amount of power that social media has is mind-blowing because drawing back social engineering if you control can control the narrative of populace then you can control the general way that they think no absolutely and you know it reminds me of world war ii we're talking about hitler and goebbels and all those assholes it's (laughs) you know it they were they said the very same thing and it's it's true that if you control the media, you control the narrative, you control the people. And mm. we're seeing that now. And these, a lot of people out there that spout a lot of stuff and they don't know what they're really saying. But, you know, I've also never yeah. thought that I would get to a point where I saw politicians spouting the same type of things that you and I think about mm. um, in a public forum and saying, this isn't right. Mm. So, you know, the good news I think is people do see it. Like you were saying, people are awake to it. They know what's going on. Mm. So, yeah. you know, I, I really think that we should stay positive. And I think that mm. I don't like that saying build back better. Um, but I do like the saying, if we freaking are smart, we can come back fighting. And if we come back fighting, we can build something that's stronger that's better mm. a society that's more aware and awake to all of this nonsense and whether that means you know one half of the world is one way and the other half is the other i don't know what the solution is that's brighter minds than me but i really think that we're we're going to get through this i do um and the more we just the thing that i was trying to say the more that the governments are trying to push their populace, um, wherever it's in the Netherlands or in America or overseas, the more discord we're going to have in the longer term. And I see that right now that are some governments and also the government in the Netherlands 
seeing, hey, we need to stop this, or we're going to escalate this situation so much further that it's going out of bounds, unless they wanted to. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to not get to, into not a territory that I can't explain without saying, hey, this is proof. Like, look at this. It's, it's saying the website, like, um, like on the, the website of World Economic Forum, um, or public papers like Agenda 21. Those are things that are actually reality. There are not conspiracies. It's to the point where uh, a lot of people say, yeah, it's conspiracy. Hmm. Not to the point where they just are publicly speaking about it and confessing, hey, this is our plan. This is our agenda. I mean, they don't call it for a reason, the devil's agenda for a reason. And there is so much more going on than people re are actively realizing. Um, and I don't like, like I said, I like based facts in reality that are scientifically approachable, or at least that I can show you. And the more politicians are going to sway this way, the more we are heading towards violence. Um, I posted a, um, a quote from JFK. I forgot what it was said. Um, Those who can't uh, give a peaceful revolution, uh, resolution will eventually go to a violent revolution. Because violence is our human nature. When we don't have anything to fall back upon, we will become violent. And that's something that Carl Jung really knew, is we can't turn off our basic instincts. It's really old. And if we try to, if we're not aware of that, we are going to pour uh, more destruction than is necessary. But then we have to the point where I also need to think, hey, some things need to be destroyed. That's the path of the warrior. Um, if you take the warrior arch archetype like you and I, sometimes things need to be destroyed. And I don't, I don't agree with violence. Let, let's put it like that. But violence is a tool. Just like speech is a tool. Just like video is a tool. Just like social media is a tool. If you use it right way, you're going to get your will. Whatever that will is positive or negative in your opinion but that's just to your moral and ethical standard to yourself i couldn't uh, agree with you more on that man i mean if you look at the animal kingdom where show me a peaceful society anywhere anywhere i used to do some scuba diving and i was always thinking it's fucking violent down here like everything's killing mm. everything same thing in the forest like there's i don't see any society on earth where things are like peaceful and get along so humans nope. are, are no different and if you turn us into a corner we're gonna fight we're gonna fight our way out just like any other animal would i agree i hope we're it doesn't much get different. that far i really i do um i really I hope not but uh the current way that we are heading um it's is a cause for great concern yeah, agreed. Um, 
and uh, like I said, if we don't change course and uh, wake some people up um, and grab them by their shoes, say, you're going the wrong way and we need to go to the right, otherwise we are going on a path of destruction that is necessary, not initially necessary, but then becomes necessary. Yeah. Well said. And that's the point where... Um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to write in my book uh, for um, I'm trying to have a discussion with some uh, some police officers, some riot police, because they are in between, definitely in between those narratives, because one, the police officer needs to uphold a society, an idea of society. But at the same time, if they do it wrong, they uphold a tyranny. Yeah. So. The general question for me is, when do you let it go? When do you are going to say like, well, fuck no, as a protection professional? I mean, um, taking, to, taking it to the um, a podcast that I did on Camp Fucht and concentration camp. We're not much different than the guard that is staying, standing there. But it's the point where you, uh, your moral and ethical standard goes like, oh, fuck no, I'm not doing that. Know that you will face consequences for your decision to that. But yeah, yeah um, like I think that was Seneca that said, um, I forgot what, what, what he said. All... Um, not all violence, something to the point that uh, I'll, I'll, I need to look that up. But Seneca something uh, said something like, if you, um, all violence stems from weakness or something like that. Mm. Something in that trend. There are some words that are wrong with that, but something in that way. Okay. Um, and we need to understand that. We need to look at history and because it's just repeating. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely is. And it's, it's funny the way that it's so cyclical like this. Uh, it's funny the way that it just seems to be going. I mean, 1918 pandemic, the freaking 2019 pandemic, the roaring 20s, the 1930s with the stock market crash. Hopefully, I don't know, man. Hopefully we can make a change here. Hopefully we can get together. I always like to tell people like, it's all about money. The whole world, all yep. the governments are all about money, right? well, let's get this shit over and done with so we can all start making money again. If we all start making money mm -hmm. again, our problems will like at least be cut in half. People will be happy. Yeah, that's what the World Economic Forum is trying to do. <laughs> what, they're trying to make money or they're trying to make money off of us? Uh, <laughs> depends on your perception. <laughs> You know, one thing I've learned about those conspiracy theories is they're all, they all have some truth in them mm -hmm. and they all have some lies in them. So yeah, agree. you got to just, in many cases, to be honest with you, you've got to fucking join them 
in order to figure out what's actually going on, unfortunately. Not join them, just be aware of them. Well, not fully accept them, uh, absolutely not, uh, because that is really bad for your mental health. There is so much mis misinformation out there that people need to be aware of what they uh, start ingraining in themselves because you just might be a puppet in that pond. Um, have truth to yourself and uh, don't believe what it's still internet at the end of the day. Uh, don't believe yeah. anything that comes in your lap. Um, not even mainstream media these days. Yeah. You have to go right to the source a lot of the times and that's the most efficient way. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Robin, I appreciate you coming on today, man, giving us a little perspective on what's going on in the Netherlands and then in the greater world as well. I definitely think that you've got a really um, a good thumb on what's going on around the world, but, you know, definitely specifically in the Netherlands, you've definitely um, opened my eyes a little bit to what's going on and how the Dutch society works. So I appreciate, mm. appreciate that, man. And um, what's, I mean, what's coming down the pipeline for you? I know that you've not been as active on Instagram lately. Are you on another forum or? I'm um, becoming more active on YouTube and library again. Uh, I just bought this amazing camera that you're trying, uh, that you're looking through, uh, seeing me right through now, right now. And I am going to do some kind of vlogging, um, more perception on security professionals and um, trying to find what and define what the secure mindset really is uh, for the security professionals. So there will be topics I'm, I'm thinking, I'm currently trying to write a series about mental health uh, through my own, own experiences. And I'm eager to put it out there. It's going to be a lot of work and um, I'm shifting my focus to get more content out. Uh, also because of the point where I started to uh, have a way, needed a way to, uh, get some basic income um, that is flexible uh, because generally the normal way that I was working as a security officer um, is starting to get boring basically. So I need a new challenge and I'm finding it in insecure mindset in creating content and having these conversations where I feel that my old thing with just being a security and protection professional was not, it, it's done. That chapter is closing slowly, but I still have a burning passion for it. And I'm trying to combine that and um, still working on the planning to travel around the world and record everything from search and rescue to think before you protect the motto of secure mindset, protection, rescue, and lifestyle. And the motto, think before you protect. So philosophy, um, current events like this, but also tips and some gear reviews as well i think i'm just rolling with fear flow creative flow what's in my mind and not uh, particularly bounding to a particular idea or topic um just all over the place well you know that's how the smartest minds think man and i as far as security goes it's a very boring job a lot of the time <laughs> Um, you know, it, it's, it's what it is. So I'm glad that you're kind of venturing out and putting your feelers out there, getting other things going. And I know that what you're doing over there at Secure Mindset really is a good service to us. I enjoy your videos when they come out. So keep putting them out, man. Thank you. I definitely will. And um, Will, don't forget to follow Will as well.
um, because uh, I've got some um, some great presents in store for you, man. <laughs> well, you know, you've definitely helped me out in the past, and I look forward to working together in the future. It's going to be interesting moving forward. I know that Instagram's kind of pretty much done. I mean, mm. there's um, Instagram I'm on, is a dumb platform. Yeah, it's, it's um, toast. It's only a matter of time before something else comes out. So I'm sure you and I will see everyone over there wherever mm. that is, whenever that is, hopefully it comes out soon. Cause you know, I'm looking for something besides Instagram. That's not going to just punch me in the face every time I try to do something. Instagram is a great platform. Um, the reason why I'm not active there is because yeah, there's so many censorship and uh, to the point where the screen to even to the point where I said to you, like, Hey, um, Instagram is fun, but I'm getting off this because it's uh, it's hurting so much con uh, content creators to the point where I disagree. Generally, Facebook as well. I deleted Facebook almost three years ago, and I'm trying to unFacebook myself as yeah. much as I can. Um, deleting WhatsApp, uh, moving over to Signal, um, those things basically, and trying to Google uh, getting rid of the big tech companies is just a, a big sap in your own personal freedom that you can take into getting real information. Um, at least not, it's not being censored. If the information is correct, it is otherwise, uh, but at least the information is not censored. So platforms like libraries, the point where I'm growing with a steady, uh, steady increase. And I'm looking forward to have you over there as well. <laughs> yeah, I got to get on that. Um, it's it's to the point now where I don't really have a choice. So we'll see <laughs> I'll help you after that. Sounds good. Robin, thanks again for coming on, man. You're welcome. I want you guys out there in freaking YouTube land to remember that you are your first and last line of defense. And I will see you in the next tactical podcast. Cheers, guys. <laughs>